Are you ready? Stay like that, then your toes won't hurt. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Welcome to my so-called healing podcast, where we are always unfiltered and unapologetic. Navigating life's messes as modern day women. I'm Brooke. And I'm Anna. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. To my so-called healing podcast. I'm Brooke, this is Anna, and we are glad you're here. We are. We are. If I get over this table and the noise that it's making, it's I feel like I'm getting have that tip of trichotillomania or whatever the hell it's oh, called. Oh, when it's like you hear the it's inside like of the making ear. me like god crazy. I okay. only know about that from Grey's Anatomy because I'm basically a doctor. I that. literally made that up, but I think it's no, right. it's a real thing. Okay, I don't know if that's the word. I mean, I, but yeah, it's a you, real thing. like it's like I, the hear, I'm hearing like you hear everything the scratching from scratching in your head or something. Well, and like the movement on the yeah. table, it's making me feel like I'm going insane, which. Feels right. It's a possibility. It totally feels right. It's a possibility. So last week we went over some questions, which we liked to do because we thought it was fun. Yeah. So I think Anna's come up with a very good plan to end each episode with said questions to yes. each other. So we'll be doing that uh, until you guys say that you hate it. Yeah. Um, that's what we'll be doing. That way you can, you know, get to know us. and Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Plus it's kind of fun because I like these questions. Yeah. Um, and we revisited a whole lot of crap last week. I don't even know what we talked about, but it was like all over the map. Um, all over. But we, like we're discussing this week, I guess, attachment, detachment, loneliness, isolating, connection, and how people are afraid of connecting, um, again after COVID and just basically all of the mental health stuff that's just starting to poke through the surface from the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting um, time to be doing growth work emotionally. Right. Mainly because I feel like COVID thrusted people into being forced to work on themselves because you're locked in a house with your family. It's like nuts. Yeah, you're either locked in a house with your family or if you live alone, you're locked in your self and your house by yourself. Yeah. You have no choice but to deal with yourself. I almost contemplated what would be, what's worse, being here with my family or being alone for alone. months on end? I'll tell you. Like, I was... Well, I, oh, it's done a world of wonder for you. Well. I mean, my God, you know, you have so many problems being alone. You just... You can't stand. You're always going and know, doing I'm and seeing and connecting and, just, and hanging out. Yeah, I'm just such a social butterfly. I mean, it's just uncanny. <laughs> it's a really hard time for me. I don't know. There's something about when someone tells you you can't do something, it makes you want to do it. But That's also, not true. Anna is very much, you have to reverse psychology here for every single thing that she's doing in her entire existence. Like if she's like, I don't know if I should do that. The answer is not don't do it because she'll do it. The answer is to say, yeah, I agree. Don't do it. Just give her permission to do what she's asking. And then she does what you think is the correct thing to do. It's almost like you know me or something. I mean, maybe. Crazy. Just a little bit. Just a little. Um, It's funny how I was, we were just talking about before I hit record that um, 
like how attachment and connection are two different things, but people mistake them for this one in this being one in the same. Right. And they're not like attachment is very much codependent and like you're filling a void. So you're attached to someone attracted to someone and grabbing on to them because of the void that you need mm-hmm. to be filled. Whereas connection is being full and like, they add to they you. add value yeah. to yeah your life. So I think it's interesting how many people or the question that I have from just us talking earlier is like how many people realize that they are just attached to people and not actually connected. I think probably slim to none. Very few people because I think a lot of people lack self-awareness. And that requires self-awareness to know that true yeah i agree yeah yeah i agree so like if you went through everything that we've all gone through the last three years i'm not going to bring it up really but like and you're moving through the world now and you feel i don't know i feel like a lot of people feel adrift is the Mm -hmm. word that comes to mind like kind of lost. Yeah. Not like it. And I mean like not attached or tethered to something like even their goals feel like "Mm, mm, whatever. Yeah. No, I feel like adrift is a good word. Like you're something's off. Like you're just, I don't know. Untethered. Untethered. I'm sure that's the name of a book. I think it is. I feel like it's a famous book. I think it is too. But, um, that's a word that would describe it. I think that people, women in particular, the loneliness that is, it's almost like palpable really. Like I did a um, moon circle as I brought up last week, but it's just like the, uh, never ceases to amaze me the way that women like when the moon circle, when we're done with our circle, like how shocked they are that people are struggling with like the same mm-hmm. Things And again, we all have the same problems. We yeah. just deal with them very differently. So when you think like no one's going to understand, no one's going to know, they don't know what, it, what this is like, mm-hmm. uh, chances are they do. Either they are going through it simultaneously or they've been through it, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting how people think that we're all so unique. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, we're the only ones... It's only us. It's only happening to us. Yeah. We're the only ones who are dealing with it, going through it, whatever. Self-centered thinking. I mean, that's just how you, right? That's yeah, your life. 100% your ego. To survive, you got you to gotta yeah. think of A, number one, me. Right. Surviving. I'm biologically surviving. Are we thriving or are we surviving? Biologically, I think I'm thriving. Surviving, I don't know. <laughs> After that flu kicked my ass, I feel like biologically my white blood cell, my You're immune like, system is like, we are surviving. <laughs> Got this. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like people mistake the connection too with intimacy. That's like another, like, so if it's attachment and c- connection, and mm-hmm. then again, connection with intimacy. Um, and obviously you need connection to be able to be intimate with people. But intimacy isn't just a form of like sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's like emotional intimacy, which to me is the harder of the two. Right. Um, super easy to have sex with people. Very difficult to 
emotionally connect and and give like your intimate like real raw All stuff yeah. yeah no for sure i think that what do you think you said you thought that people needed a place to connect people needed space to connect which mm-hmm. i agree with of course um do you think that that there's power still in virtual places to connect with people I think to a degree, yes. However, I don't think, I think now it needs to be more focused on in-person stuff because that's what's been lacking for so long. And like, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, but like our phones, like we're technically more connected than ever to anyone and anything, but we've never been more disconnected. Yeah. Because, I don't know, there's only so much I think you can do, I don't know, virtually. But at the same point, I think it's, I don't know, how much you're willing to connect. How much you're willing to be vulnerable and put yourself out there. Yeah, I think that for sure in-person things, but also because I do believe that there is power in in online spaces for empowering yourself to like build and gain flex your vulnerability muscle on a virtual platform i mean obviously that's my job so <laughs> i believe that it works um but i do think there is like a powerful um it's a very it's like a different it's like a quiet kind of powerful but like you leave a doing something with a group of people, whether it's like a yoga class or a meditation class or whatever, um, you leave feeling energized. It like, it's almost like fulfilled as opposed to just like complete. Maybe. No, I think that's accurate. I think it's, it is definitely like a physical feeling. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's obviously a a healthy environment. Well, I mean, so, like, I get, like, do you think that there's people who, like, walk around and, like, really don't know, don't know themselves? Yeah. Hello. And then they, like, project and, and pretend. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people get on this, these kicks, like, using words like connection, using words like intimacy or vulnerability or raw is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like just studying it and they don't embody it. Well, live it. Yeah. They yeah. don't practice the principles of the stuff that they're studying in their daily grinds. Like right. it's like, Oh yeah, I know about that. You really need to connect with your chakras. Like, I mean, right. But at the end of the day, you can only take someone as deep as you've gone yourself. So like, I don't know. I feel like people eventually pick up on that, especially in like the healing space. If it is like a coach or, you know, like someone like that, who's putting it out there that they have all the answers. Mm -hmm. I think people can typically read through that. You think at least at some point, maybe not right away. Yeah. But I feel like you can only, I don't know, force that, fake that for so long. 
because I think connection and healing and all of that stuff is so without, I mean, using all of the words, but it is so intimate and you can't, it's not something that you can, I don't know, fake. I don't know about that. You know why? I'll tell you why. And this is just playing devil's advocate to like spark a discussion, but because people are manipulative. And if True. somebody 100%. has something that you want, you're going to, and also our brains, we talked about this the other mm-hmm. day, like our brains go into these modes where it's like, not, I'm not going to see it. I'm not paying attention to it. I'm not even thinking it like denial, mm-hmm. put the veil over your eyes. But like, if you don't want to, if someone doesn't want to see, yeah. The truth, they're not going to see it, which allows someone who is faking, manip- super manipulative to be able to continue on. And that, I feel like, is where you find, like, the rift between people who are afraid to connect and be vulnerable because they've been played. I don't want to say played, but they've been, they've allowed themselves to be snowed by words and things mm-hmm. that people were saying that were not real. And authentic, yeah. But seemed authentic. Right. And this is not the person who doesn't see the red flag's fault. This is, Mm -hmm. you know, just the way it is. Right. But that keeps people, I think, from really looking at connection wholly and, like, being able to, like, hold space for other people, like, truly connecting with someone and not feeling like, oh, I have to respond to what they just said. I have to, like... Like listening to respond as opposed to just listening to hear what the person's saying. Well, I think that's a massive problem just in general. I feel like the majority of people listen to respond. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because, again, it comes back to the, I don't know, it's kind of like the ego, the selfish. Like it's, I don't know. Well, the defense, your you know, your pride gets in the way, and you're going to get. Most people do that on an attack. Mm-hmm. They feel attacked, or they perceive that someone's attacking them. Um, and insecure people will think that all the time, right? <laughs> so they're reacting all Always, the time. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's something so intimate in listening and not re- just listening mm-hmm. um, and sitting there to like be a container to like let that person get that stuff out. And like, I think people, I appreciate it when people allow me to do that without giving feedback on what I've said. Well, yeah. Cause I think a lot of the times the things that people say first and foremost are cliche mm-hmm. and don't do anything. And when it comes to like the really hard stuff, there is no, there's nothing to say. There is no right thing to say. And it's just, like you said, for someone to hold space for you to just be and say what you need to say or to not say anything, that is, I don't know. There's no word for how impactful that is. Yeah, I mean, nobody does it, so. No. <laughs> literally like it's so uncomfortable for people to do that that's the thing it's uncomfortable and as we've discussed a million times like we are creatures of comfort we avoid anything that even remotely looks like it could be uncomfortable 
so yeah, to, to sit in someone else's pain with them and to not do anything or say anything is fucking uncomfortable. But that's what people need. Because your words aren't going to do shit. At the end of the day, that person still has to go through it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's some things that could be said, but for the most part, sitting and just showing up and washing dishes and doing things, being in a room with someone who's suffering is always a good kind of good way to run yeah. your connections with your friends and people you love. Um, I think it's interesting when you talk about like, cause I'm thinking like transparency and like friendships and just being transparent in general and how, you know, do you often like sit in a room full of people and don't like you feel left out or you feel like you, um, like they're not, they don't see you and I don't know, like, feel like you're invisible. They don't, you're not connected there. Like, if you, or if not now, have you ever? I was going to say, I don't often sit in a room full of people, so. I mean, let's say, like, you were in a room full of, like, 10, you know, 15, I don't know, five girlfriends, and, yep. like, you sit there and you're like, I don't fit in here. They don't like me. Over, like, the overthinking and the anxious thoughts and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, what am I even doing here? They didn't even do that. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure in the past I have, but I think in the last couple of years especially, I've been very picky about the people that I spend my time with. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, anybody that's in my circle isn't like that. Like, I don't feel that way with them. But I am sure that I've definitely felt that in the past. I think that's a, a normal thing to feel. Yeah, no. I, well, especially as you're emotionally yeah. evolving, growing, which well, you're yeah, from like teenage, you know, to, into adulthood, is, it's very common. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that what would, I just think like, what would it be like if people were actually transparent and like actually didn't bullshit people? It would save so much wasted fucking time. Yeah, time, energy, pain. Think about that. It would be like, you'd have all this free time. Right. So much more time for activities. <laughs> all the activities. No, I mean, I think, I don't know, people are, they don't even think about it. They just, I don't know, lie and not even think about it. Yeah, and you lie to protect. Do you think people lie to protect the relationship themselves or protect the other person from being hurt because I feel like it's self-seeking like you're lying because you you like what's happening here I think it depends on the situation but if you unravel it all the way it does ultimately I think lead back to you because even if you say I'm lying to protect this person at the end of the day you're like maybe that's what you're telling yourself or maybe that's what you really think but you're lying to protect yourself from losing that relationship with that person or from confrontation or causing a rift. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think losing the person probably more so. But I think the problem and the reason why we lie so easily is because we lie to ourselves all the fucking time. Like case in point, we say, I'm not going to tell them the truth because I'm trying to protect them. Mm -hmm. And we 
are lying to ourselves about what really is at the root of it because, again, no one wants to get to the root of the problem because that's not comfortable. You have to face your own shit. Well, yeah, and sometimes that's that you are beyond this relationship and it's time to bounce. Like, whether it's an intimate, like, whatever, romantic relationship or, like, a familial one, um, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think there's this thing, this concept of, like, and I think that there's a lot of confusion around outgrowing friendships. Like, I think it's perfectly acceptable to evolve beyond people Mm -hmm. and they served a purpose in your life it doesn't make them any less relevant there's no drama in the disengagement like it's just like moving forward um and then allowing yourself to connect with new people in a way where you feel more connected more whole i guess but like Mm -hmm. able to be more of yourself yeah and that fit with the you know like your current life situation, whatever's happening in your life. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I'm just, because my daughter's going to college, so we've been having a lot of these, like, conversations um, the last week, which I want to share, but I'm not going to because she'll get pissed. Um, But, like, there is so much thought that goes into things today that, like, I did not, like, when I was going to college, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go to college and get shit-faced every day, I'm smoking weed, like, I'm going to maybe go to school, maybe I'll go to class. Maybe I'll do a class or two, Um, we'll see. But, like, you know, I was, like, excited for the party, and I feel like the way that the kids are today, from my understanding and just talking to my daughter's friends, they all are focusing on the ending of their academic career in, in primary school, high school, you know, and, like, this disillusion of these friendships like they have to like dissolve these friendships now because in the fall they're going to be in college and mm-hmm. I did have a discussion with Gabriella I'm like that doesn't make sense it's January right you're not even leaving until the end of August this makes no sense well and you're going to be home for breaks and holidays and summer and you know right and again with our phones and social media the way it is you can still stay to a degree connected if you want to well, right. I mean, here we're in Michigan. I went to just I went to Western Michigan. I had friends at State. I had friends at U of M. I had friends at Central. Like we would like drive to other schools mm-hmm. and like stay a night and then come home. Like I mean, you guys are not. This is not farewell forever. Right. But it made me. It like spawned this thought process of like, wow. Like these kids are like sabotaging their connections to the kids they've grown up with. And it's so mind-blowing to me because I still have three best friends who I grew up with. Like, my daughter actually said, you don't talk to anyone from high school. I'm like, what are you What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I rattled off three of my friends' names, and I'm like, I just talked to her yesterday. It's one's birthday, the 28th of January. We're getting together for dinner, the four of us. Like, what are you talking about? I don't no. talk to these people. And she's like, well I, well, I didn't. I'm like, Gabrielle, the kids that I grew up with, okay, the people I grew up with, I feel, know me on a level. They've watched me evolve from my childhood to where I am now. Mm -hmm. And if they're still in my life, they've evolved clearly also. But, like, there's nobody who knows you like the people who grew up with you. Like, they know you Mm -hmm. when you don't even know yourself. I've had friends I grew up with that will say something like, well, you know how you are, like, bop, 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 whatever it may be. And I'm like, no. 
but you're right. <laughs> well, I kind of feel like that. I mean, like with us, I'm obviously we didn't grow up together, but I feel like do you know me? Well, yeah, but different because we, I think our relationship started out differently. But I feel like even at that, like there's other friendships where I feel like people know me. But not like the way, so here, it's not worth, my point is going back to the concept of throwing away these friendships that like are, like here, my mom is 75. She still has three best friends from second grade, Mm -hmm. like that she talks to regularly. Not, you know, I guess kids don't understand adult. Like, I'm like, I don't need to talk to Jen every day to like be close friends with Jen. Like, we're, she's got kids. I've got kids. We're married. We don't live in the same city, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, there is this uh, evolution of, Growing and growing together, but not necessarily growing together. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think, like, yes, you and I know each other, and yes, there are people who I've met in the last decade who, like, I'm super close with. But it's just my point is there are people who know you for you even before you became you. You know, yeah. Gabby's really fixated on this idea of like getting to know herself, which mm-hmm. I think is phenomenal because she definitely needs to get to know herself. But um, I like, you know, there's, you don't have to to get rid of one thing to be able to grow and do this Mm -hmm. other thing is my point, I think. And I think that's the definition of connection. For me, that's how I'm like, how this all in my head is worked out. Mm -hmm. Like, we have people that we maybe grow apart from, but we're still connected to them. There's still real authentic connection and maybe we've moved beyond them. But like when we see each other, like it's, Hey, yeah. bop, bop, bop. And then you go on to this next evolution phase of your life. And like those people can respect that you're evolving and growing and they want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Now, someone who's just attached to you yeah. is going to try and drag you back with them. Yeah. It's the whole, what is it? Crabs in a bucket situation. Yeah. Yeah. Puppies in a basket, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So crabs in a bucket. That's what it is. That's literally That's what it is. Okay, Ohio. Like, what, what does Ohio have to do with that? Like, Ohio doesn't fucking have crabs. Well, neither does Michigan. Yeah, but that's literally a thing. It's I, like a I know. Known... Yeah. Well, I we puppies in a bucket in a basket, really. Like, but, but I pup. Well, yeah, I guess so. That's cuter than crabs, but I don't know. That's where my head went. <laughs> like. Very not happy picturing the crabs. So I'm yeah, but go they with puppies. Okay, okay I'm going with puppies. Fine, okay, puppies it is. So, <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Like, maybe this this probably did not make sense. I'm like incoherent. I'm tired. I had my other daughter's birthday, so I do this thing celebrating, setting up the decorations That's and the whole thing. all the shit that it's they wake great, up to. Actually. Like, I don't sleep, so I'm like starting to get like <laughs> cracked out thinking. Um, no, I I I think I followed you. Yeah. Like, I just feel like connection, but that's the stuff that we need, and that's the stuff we need more of. And I foresee, I can look back on my life pre-cell phone, pre-internet. Like, the connections I feel like I have with some people are so embedded in part of of who I am, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, same with you, but, like, kids today, young women, young women adults, are so lost and have no connection since COVID because they don't know how to connect because they feel like if I'm working on myself, I can't connect with so-and-so because I'm working on myself Mm -hmm. and they're not, you know, good for me. And the youth loves to throw the word toxic out and Mm -hmm. like narcissist and like buzzwordy stuff. Um, But like, 
that is where there's a disconnect. Like people, I think, struggle to know what real connection is. Well, I think, yes, COVID, but I feel like you kind of hit the point too when you said pre-cell phones, pre-internet, like I really think that that plays a big role in our lack of ability to connect. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that has totally shifted our definition of connection and our idea of it. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so obviously like kids these days growing up, that's all they know. I mean, but they are so disconnected. Like I would ask something and Gabby would be like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, what, why do you not know that? Like I knew so much about my friends in high school. Like, yeah, too much about my friends. Memorized. Too much about their oh, yeah. boyfriends. All the things. things lean and left, <laughs> crooked, whatever, <laughs> uncircumcised. Like I didn't need to, the, kids today. Don't share this information with one mm-hmm. another. Yeah, they look to the internet mm-hmm. instead of looking to their peers for moving their through. friends and their yeah. Which is sad. Know. It is sad. And it makes me feel sad. And it makes me feel like it's even more important to continue doing work that draws people closer together, connecting them. Mm-hmm. Like weaving a little quilt. Sure. Of connection. <laughs> quilt of connection. Okay. Maybe that's what we should name our episode. The quilt of connection. This is the trust circle. The quilt goes over it. And if you're outside of it, you're on the outside. Yeah. One says we were pink. Can't sell it. Cut. Um, yeah, I think that it's just interesting, the attachment. Like, when I look at, when I'm feeling lonely, I think, because I don't often feel lonely. Um Truly, I don't often feel lonely, which is a good thing because I've worked very hard to, like, enjoy my own company. Um, But when I do feel lonely, that is my first, like, little ticker, like, okay, there's an attachment happening here that's Mm -hmm. not maybe the healthiest for me. Or, like, why am I so attached to this person, idea, thought, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Because it draws out this insecurity in me. So... For me, attachment, people think it's, I don't think it's positive. Like, I think that attaching yourself to people, places, and things is actually, like, pretty dangerous. And it also allows you to live in a world of, like, falsehood. Well, yeah, surface level. And you attach yourself to people, places, things, ideas, because you are, you think that they can give you whatever it is you're looking for. When in actuality, you need to go within. Wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there you are. Wherever yeah. you go, there if you are. you don't are. go within, you go without. Like all of those are cliches for a reason, but it's true. Like I just did um, an insight timer. I just did a 10-day course. Uh, I think it was called Surface to Soul. I think I sent you a couple recordings because it was so freaking good. But that's the concept of the whole thing was like, so much of so many of us live our lives on the surface level and so we attach ourselves to people places things ideas we're searching for all of these things but we're searching outside of ourselves and we're trying to make our homes in other people or in other ideas or whatever and we're not willing 
to sit with ourselves, to go within, to connect with ourselves. I mean, we can't connect with other people and we sure as fuck can't connect with ourselves. We avoid that like the plague. Well, because just piggybacking off last week, people can't sit still with their thoughts. So how do you connect to yourself when you can't even think, you can't even stop yourself to sit with yourself for five minutes? Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard to connect to like your truth. Yeah. (laughs) When you can't sit still with yourself. Right. Um, Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. Deep. Deep. So I guess I'll just, the question is, you know, I'll ask of the audience is, do you struggle connecting or do you find that you're more attached to the people in your life or are you actually connected? Mm-hmm. That's a good question, I think, to yeah, think on. Yeah, I think it's a good, or what's your definition of attachment too? You're adding on to it. Oh, sorry. I have to overcomplicate everything. Duh. <laughs> you know me, remember? Come on. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I said now. Um, but yeah, so do I think you think your there's like your relationships are connection or your attachment? Right, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, grab the cards. We'll ask a question and then um, join the Facebook group. If you live in the southeastern Michigan area, um, pay attention to social media because there's going to be a little announcement for a in-person workshop coming up. Yeah, and also we'll actually do a live this week. <laughs> uh, I totally got called out on that too by somebody who was like, oh, yeah, I went to go listen to the live and it didn't happen. I was like, yeah, that's about that. But they didn't get a notification from the Yes, but we media. said that we were going to do the live oh. on the episode. And, uh, that's true. I don't remember what I was doing. My kids didn't have school. I know that much, and I... That That's whenever true. that happens, yes. I lose sight of like shit show. Crap, they don't have school, so my time is off, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, all right, oh my God, my ears, I can't. I can't show. How are we doing this? Just like picking Just one? Pick a card, pick a card. You pick one, I'll pick one. <laughs> nope. Okay. No, I asked this one last week. That's the problem. Three of them. We already answered these. I know some of these are. Probably because we shuffled them. You think? So it went back to the ones we've used? Okay, go ahead. I haven't picked one. Next week we're going to need to pick the card before we start the episode. Um, also, some of these I already know your answer to, so that's why I'm skipping them. And also, some of these are upside down. Oh, okay, I got one. Just this is the lighter one, so it's not deep. Sorry. If my life was a movie right now, what would be the title? Oh, God. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, welcome to the shit show is accurate. I mean, there. 
how would you rate your life and what could you do to improve it? Of course. <laughs> um, how would I rate my life and what would I do to improve it? I would, like, one to ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ten being the best, one being the worst. Yeah. Um, I think my life's like a seven and a half, a solid seven and a half. Okay. Maybe eight. My life's pretty good today. I really don't have much to complain about. Trust me, I've been in a place where it's it's been a flat, big, fat zero. So, um, What could you do to improve it? I think just continue to evolve and connect with my the people that I care about most um, in a way that works for everyone and not just me. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's actually a very important piece that we don't think about often. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, to me, your life is the way that it is because of the people that are in it and the relationships that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I could maybe work on my finances a little bit more. Uh, saving money, not spending money. Uh-huh, you and me both. Um, What's the fun in that, though, man? I know, when my remodel It's a future over, you problem. <laughs> can you write? Let's look at that in the future, not yes. today. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's, yeah, definitely seven, definitely eight, and definitely connecting more in a way that is a way that other people connect so they feel the connection too. Two way street. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, everyone, we'll see you next week. Keep your eyes on on the social media and um, keep it real. Keep it real. I just, we read these last week. Bye.